0: Welcome back to the Potluck Podcast. A lot to cover today as we'll try to cram our usual two-show schedule into one. Uh, We do apologize for any scheduling inconvenience this may have caused you throughout your week. we got a week seven recap, week eight preview. Let's go. Listening to the Potluck Podcast, the official, unofficial podcast of Commerce Football. Back on the front porch for the Potluck Podcast, Uncle Son. How we
1: doing? Doing great tonight, Dino. Excited to be back on the porch, talking high school
0: football, looking ahead to this week. Talking about last week. Ready to go. As mentioned, we do we got a big episode today, so we'll try to get through it as quick as possible. That way we don't leave you on the hook for too long. Uh, first of all, we'll start where we left off. Commerce and Green County recap. The Tigers did not cover the point spread as the forty-two-point favorite. We were up 35 to 0 at the half. So uh, let off the gas and did let some of the young guys get in there and get some play in time. Uh saw some different looks, some different people in the backfield that we're not used to seeing. Uh Uncle Saul, let's uh let's get your take. What did you think about Friday night?
1: Yeah, well that spread thing was disappointment. <laughs> you know, we were sitting up
0: there in the stands talking about if the Bay Bombers could get it in. Yeah, I, I mean it got pretty pretty close at the last. We got on the 1 yard line. It's it's funny because we were uh you know, our little crew up there was really pulling for him to get in. Oh yeah. And that's we talked about how dumb you look sometimes at games <laughs> when, like if you actually, you know, follow the lines and that yeah. kind of thing in Vegas, there may be a 28 point difference or whatever, and you're sitting there with a second to go, like, "Don't get the field goal, like, don't do." And it just uh, sometimes you look foolish, but yeah, that was yeah. us.
1: Yeah, everybody had checked out of that game other than us, but we were in it to the end. Uh, you know, Comers came out and did what they did, what we expected them to do. They dominated this game, um, and you know, Green County really struggled. They only had 34 total yards the entire
0: game. Which was more yards than fans they had in the stands. Right. Uh, One point you made is that they only had 30 fans. 30 fans in the stands, and they had less players. Yeah,
1: 19 players by our count. So something's going on at Green County. They got low numbers and low interest in the community, and we're not really sure what's going on. But uh, on the other hand, Commerce had a great night as far as turnout. It was homecoming. Um, we selected, or the student selected a homecoming queen, uh, Emma Davis. Congrats to her, uh, 2020 homecoming queen. Uh, we did get to see some folks we hadn't seen in a while. My sister attended her first game in probably eight years, so it was a fun night. But yeah, Green County really struggled. Uh, they had 34 total yards on 41 plays, zero points. Uh, the Tigers, Commerce only allowed 10 yards rushing, so that stat on the last two weeks, we have allowed a combined negative two yards rushing uh, to two teams. So it was a big night for the Commerce D. Elijah Burns had a really good night. Uh, he led the team with six tackles. Uh, Creed Dunbar uh, came in second with 5.5, and Childers had a good night with five tackles. Um, two players, underclassmen, that we also saw have good nights were, were Jack Fagan and Ethan Epps as well. Um the Tigers had a big night on special teams. Diaz has kind of uh, returned to his mm-hmm. old self. Yep, found his groove. Um, six of six on the touchbacks. We largely fixed the PAT issues that were going on in the early, early season, and, and we, we talked about how that was probably due to uh, a new holder, a new long snapper. Uh, But it seems like the team has kind of settled in. And I I think that will benefit Eric in the long run, knowing that he has to work with different people. Uh, Really pulling for Eric to get some scholarship offers here this season. Um, On offense, we passed the ball four times, had one reception to Cunningham. Uh, Sammy Brown led the Tigers with 83 yards rushing. Uh, Cool stat, we had ten different ball carriers this week. So we talked about how we had a lot of different (laughs) – there's a bug out here chasing Dino. Um, this thing's got a vendetta out there. <laughs> but we had had 10 different ball carriers, and uh, that speaks to how many players Commerce was trying to get out there and, and get in the game. Coach Brown wanted to see a lot of undercapped classmen play. We had uh, three different quarterbacks, I think. We had Trey Huff, then Sammy came in and played a yep. little quarterback, and then um, number five. And I'm not sure what number five's name was but he he honestly reminded me of like a small slam roach he's about the same height um but yeah got got some some younger guys in there we tinkered with that depth uh touchdowns we had five different guys score touchdowns sammy opened the night with a 16 yard touchdown run to the field side uh sherman started the second quarter off with a 10 yard counter uh that scored. Um, the third touchdown was the special teams touchdown, so we talked about a big night for special teams. Uh, Fagan scored on a scoop and score off of a punt, blo- a punt block, and Diaz kicked the PAT, and this is when he, he booted it over the, the Tiger sign. Uh, so that he really hammered that one. Um, fourth touchdown of the night, uh, senior Elijah Burns scored from the full fullback position, nine yard touchdown rush. And then with about a minute left before halftime, Trey Huff found pay dirt on a scramble. He he was going back to pass, and he got pressured. He ran for 17 yards and a touchdown. So that was the scoring for, for the Tigers on the night. Um, Sherman and Burns both have scored touchdowns in two consecutive games now. Um, just wanted to give them a quick shout-out. And also shout-out to Tiger Statistician, anthony gaddis for providing us with these great stats that help us every week um really thankful for that i think we may have actually seen him peering out of this uh the press box mm-hmm. this past week uh it was cool uh both the brown brothers rob and russ told us how good of a job we were doing on their podcast so that was kind of nice um and i think i think mr gaddis was waving to us as well but Yeah, Commerce did a great job. Um, We talked about it last week, how this game, Mount Perrin, uh, Towns, and Social will kind of be games where these younger players can get experience and and hopefully uh, score some points.
0: Yeah, and you can't overvalue that. Uh, Just in case somebody goes down, uh, we got the experience to get in there to have some real in-game snaps to fill in those empty spots just in case something like that were to happen. Lose used play of the game. You mentioned it there in your recap. Uncle Saul, Jack Fagan's block punt return for a touchdown. It's going to be lose used play of the game. Shout out to Lou Sanders, <laughs> David, and Jennifer up there at Sanders Furniture. Go see them. Second quarter that made it a 21 0 game uh, helped to keep the Tiger momentum in what would be a 28 point second quarter. Tigers win 35 to 0. Anything else you want to cover before we head to Around the State? And I get rolling. Sometimes I get rolling and I don't I don't, I don't turn down. I don't slow down. That's okay. All Oof, right. Let's go ahead. Let's do it. Around the State. We'll start with Region 8A. Lincoln County, Towns County was canceled due to COVID-19 is the word we received, but maybe not canceled, more as Towns County forfeit. So I think it was an official forfeit, as yep. it is marked for a win for Lincoln County. It is marked for a loss for Towns County. So heading into region uh, competition... Just to uh, note everyone on that, that Lincoln County is 1-0 in region competition. Towns County is 0-1 mm-hmm. in region competition. Washington Wilkes Blue Tigers crushed social circle on the road, 56-0, easily covering the 27-point spread there. Single-A public top 10. Number one, the Metter Tigers defeat Scravin County, 37-0. Number two, Irwin County downs Lanier County and Osceola, 40-0. So Lanier's hot start comes to a halt, and I believe they play Brooks County. So um, probably going to go down. They're falling <laughs> falling down to earth a little bit. Number three, Brooks County pounded Atkinson County sixty eight to six on the road. Number four, of course, was Commerce, which we uh, handled Greene County as mentioned thirty five to zero. Number five, Dublin picks up two wins in a week. Uh, Wheeler County they defeated sixty three to twelve. Hawkinsville they defeated fifty six to zero. A little stat on Dublin, uh, they've scored 105 first-half points in the past week. That's a Um I We talked before the show. I think they actually may be definitely among the conversation of best team in the state in single-A public. I don't think they're, they're getting enough credit, and I just want to emphasize that I was early on this once mm-hmm. Dublin does get rolling and they, <laughs> and they start playing some teams. Dublin is – is very very good
1: you look at single a right now and you probably got five or six teams that are really going to be in the conversation for a state championship and i think that uh we we hope that our Connors tigers are a part of that but you look at dublin matter Irwin, brooks um i think from this point in the season you can throw washington wilkes in that conversation so Um, so we'll keep rolling down the top 10 and see Mm -hmm. who
0: else Macon County checked in at number six. They played at number seven Taylor County. Um those two squared off as a uh as we covered last week, it was kind of our single A game of the week. They lit up the scoreboard. The final was Macon County fifty two, Taylor County thirty three, but that final doesn't tell the whole story. <laughs> Macon County was down twenty four to three at halftime. So you can imagine what that second half was like when the final was 52-33. to 33. So
1: Seven touchdowns in the second half.
0: Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, also an unbelievable name coming out of Macon County. Davion, nicknamed Smokey Clark, rushed for 147 yards and two touchdowns for the Bulldogs. Love the nickname Smokey. <laughs> Number eight, Pelham, picked up a win against Randolph Clay, 42-6. to six. Number nine, Washington Wilkes, of course, beat Social Circle, which we covered earlier. Rounding out the top ten was... Wilcox County, uh, they won their game thirty-eight to fourteen against Wheeler County. That was last week's top ten. We'll get into others uh, just from around the area, around the state. Big games that we covered last week uh, that we previewed. Athens Academy easily beats um, Wesleyan thirty-five to zero. Cedar Shoals Downs Madison County thirty-five to seventeen in Danielsville. Sorry about that song.
1: Hey, that was a spread though, wasn't it? Sixteen point spread. Yeah,
0: so they they did. did I guess that was a. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Was that a sixteen point? It was spread? a sixteen point spread. Everybody got a point for that one. Okay, so that was close enough. Um, no, that would have been that's incorrect math there, son. Sixteen it's, point spread? Am I tripping? Was twenty three to seven? Here? No, it was thirty five to seventeen. Oh, <laughs> that'd be eighteen. Oh man, maybe I messed up. I think Rob's gonna give us Rob Brown's gonna give us some 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 slack about that. The mathematician. <laughs> Whew. Okay, so I'm de- I derailing score, my program bro. here. So I'm derailing my sorry. program. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
1: Franklin County at
0: Hart County. Uh, moving right along here. <laughs> we covered this game in detail during last week's preview episode, a lot about how Franklin County had started 5-0. and And the last time they started 5-0 and was 1983. Then they got beat by Hart County that season. <laughs> well, it happened again. Uh, Hart County walks away victorious in this rivalry game, 36-21. to uh, An important, you know, an important point. Yeah, just that, just kind of it. It puts you into a different mindset for that region, for region eight AAA. Mm-hmm. Kind of a, a an important result, I guess, is the yeah. word I was looking for, because that kind of what we'll talk about in the preview coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Hart County and Oconee County all of a sudden is yeah. like, is this the region championship? Yeah. But then you got Monroe area, which we'll cover in just a second. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> Gordon Lee at Bowden. Uh, Bowden defends their home turf. Close to 23 to 21 win. I think that one will have some impact on uh, region two it is, right?
1: No, that's region six. Region six. In northwest. Yeah, region
0: six. I yeah. think that one will – that may be the region championship, you think? Yeah, that sounded like a
1: really good game. Uh-huh. Didn't get a whole lot of information about that one, but it sounded like a barn burner.
0: Yeah, and, and Bowden had played a little bit of a tougher schedule, so I think they were like 2-3. Two 2-3, and, two three. And, three
1: and Gordon Lee was Right, Yeah,
0: so kind of a thing we talked, we mentioned on a few episodes ago about what's more important, you know, being undefeated and playing a bunch of cupcakes yeah. or playing a bunch of hard teams, and then all of a sudden you get in the region and you can win those close yeah, games. Kind of looks like Bowden's strategy paid off there. Yeah, we'll see if it pays off in one of the games we'll cover uh, in the preview episode. Oconee County at East Jackson. Oconee takes care of the Eagles 36 to 14, but a lot closer than I think most people thought it was. They do not cover the massive spread. Um, they are off to a 1 and 0 start in region play, but a little bit of a surprising result, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, so much so that I interrupted you there. Um, East Jackson actually counted this as kind of like a moral victory. Like they, it was 36 14? 36 14. What is that? I'm getting us in trouble by having to do math. Man, it's Rob like three, is Rob three is touchdowns. Just, just
0: trouncing us. 22. Yeah, keeping us. That with. one's even easy math. We're, I know. We are rough. Done. We are rough here. Uh, but yeah, that, that's a moral
1: victory for East Jackson Eagles down there. in <laughs> In between Commerce and Nicholson,
0: Commerce and <laughs> Oglethorpe County at Putnam County, the War Eagles a winner again, forty-eight to zero. They're currently playing Glen Hills right now, as this podcast is being recorded on Thursday night. Yeah, they're going to win that game. It's a blowout already. Uh, they're going to be seven and zero. So the War Eagles improved to seven and zero tonight, Thursday night. Uh, our guy Seals, they're flying high down there. War Eagle, have thought. <laughs> I know. Uh, Prince at Hebron. Prince covers that 16-point spread. They went in blowout fashion 63-14, to 14, setting up a huge game. That, again, we've we've already said we're going to cover, but it is a huge game. We will cover it here in just, uh, just a second. Stevens County upended at Monroe area. 41-21 to 21 is the final there. Big result for Monroe area.
1: Yeah, so we've talked about 8-AAA here recently. You look at Hardo Coney this week. Uh, Stevens Monroe last week, uh, Stevens Franklin this week. These are the five teams that are in contention for a playoff spot. Um, so you know what we thought would happen is it would be Oconee, Hart, Stevens Monroe, maybe maybe Franklin County thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but what kind of has been predicted is Oconee, Monroe, Hart, Stevens. Mm-hmm. so we'll see how it shakes out there's a lot of great games in that region coming up
0: big games this week too uh i missed a lot of games that may be kind of one-sided that region 8 AAA has two big ones that will yeah. definitely not be one-sided and will tell a lot about the region white county drops their second game in as many weeks to north hall 34 to 31 in overtime jay ben haynes our guy uh, he was again out with a hamstring injury unfortunately
1: yeah hope he can get back soon uh white county has had a great start to the season. Really would like to see them continue
0: their winning ways. Absolutely. Uh, that is it for the recap for week seven. You want to get right into the previews for week let's eight? Go, brother. All right. Let's start in Region Eight A. Green County was supposed to take on Washington Wilkes. That game has been canceled.
1: Yeah, not sure what's going on there with uh, with Green washington Wilkes. We, we speculated that it might be COVID. We speculated that it might be due to Green having so few players. Um, don't know about that one, but that's going to be chalked up to washington Wilkes.
0: It seems like with the, you know, I, I guess Green County is officially forfeiting that game. Yeah, kind of um, like Lincoln Towns. Yeah. So, Washington-Wilks perhaps will be 2-0. and We think they'll probably be 2-0. Green County will be 0-2 in region play. Lincoln County will host Social Circle. Red Devils are a 16-point favorite. That'll be on the potluck like pick'em. I think the spread there's interesting.
1: Um, we've seen Lincoln County kind of be underwhelming so far. They've been a little bit of a mystery. Yeah, I can't
0: quite get get them right.
1: Yeah, it it seemed like a sluggish start. They won some games. We expected them to be the the challenger to Commerce in this region this year, but they've they've had that slow start. So that 16-point spread against Social may be a lot better than we think. You know, Social, you think that a traditional Lincoln County team would blow that social circle team out of the water. Right. But that may be a competitive spread there.
0: Yeah, Washington Wooks has kind of risen to the challenge, it seems like, yeah. Commerce versus Washington Wooks for the region championship. If Lincoln County, if this game is close, I think that pretty much settles where well, Lincoln County is at <laughs> right <spot>. now. <laughs> so um, right into single-A public, the top ten in single-A public. Number one, matter is off that is a bye week. Uh, As far as I can tell, that's not a COVID related thing. That's just a scheduled bye week. Number two, Irwin County hosting Atkinson County. They are a 34 or 35 point favorite in Osceola. Number three, Brooks County hosting Lanier County. Brooks is a 33 point favorite there. Commerce, of course, we will cover at the end of the episode coming up later. Number five, Dublin on the road at number six, Wilcox County. So this will be our sort of game of the week in single A public. We've kind of made it a tradition Ooh, so good, far man. to do a game of the week in single-A public, and this is it. Uh, Dublin a four-point favorite on the road. Uh, I'll try to pull up the Georgia High School Football Daily. Um, what do you think about this game, Song? Uh, so, Wilcox, they
1: had a strong start to the season. They get, did they get up to number one? Do you remember?
0: They were in the they top were, five to yeah, at one point. Yeah,
1: and they got beat by Schley, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, they're playing, they're playing Dublin. So, this is... This is a game that could derail the Dublin-Irish, um, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. I don't know how I feel about yeah, it.
0: Yeah, so Dublin at Wilcox County. I got it pulled up now. This is the team's first meeting, actually. Uh, Dublin and Wilcox County are the only remaining unbeaten teams in Region 4A. Uh, the winner, obviously, will emerge as a overwhelming favorite to win that region title. Dublin won a state championship last year in double-A. Uh, Wilcox last won a state championship in 2009. <laughs> they most recently captured a region title in 2012. 2009 was the uh, Nick, Marshall. Yeah, Nick Marshall team yep. uh, uh, from Auburn fame, for those of you that don't remember uh, <laughs> Nick Marshall. Briefly for Georgia, from Georgia fame, yep. <laughs> Dublin is the highest scoring team in the classification. They score 46.2 points per game with a run-dominated offense that averages 284 yards per game on the ground. J.T. Wright has rushed for a combined 157 yards and two touchdowns on just five carries and two blowout victories last week. And he had 111 yards and three touchdowns the previous week. Wilcox County's player to watch is linebacker Martez Thrower. Great name. (laughs) All-name team. We need to to generate (laughs) an all-name team for Georgia high school football. I like it. Uh, (laughs) A three-star linebacker. He's committed to Kentucky, by the way. His first-team All-State selection last season. He uh, also rushed for 95 yards and two touchdowns, had four solo tackles and a sack and a 38-14 victory over Wheeler County last week. Uh, Quarterback for Wilcox County is Abe Stowe. He passed for 204 yards and a 56-21 win over Montgomery County earlier this year. So um, that's a little preview for number five, Dublin on the road at number nine, Wilcox County. Moving right along, number six, Macon County hosts Schley County, where they are a 19-point favorite. Schley County's really kind of fallen off the map a little bit. seems like they may have found some lightning in a bottle, at least in one week, uh, but can't recapture that magic. Number seven, Pelham plays Miller County, where they are a 34-point favorite in that one. Number eight, obviously Washington Wilkes. We already mentioned them against Greene County. That one um, has been chalked up as canceled and possibly forfeited. Number 10, Chattahoochee County moving up into the rankings. Number 10, they're off this week. They will face Taylor County next week in what will be a big region matchup for those two teams. Um, so that covers the, the top 10 there. Any thoughts on, on any of those? So that uh, Martres thrower stat line, that reminded me of
1: another great single-A linebacker that committed to an SEC team. Sounded like a lot like Roquan Smith. Mm. You know, out there running the ball, doing it on defense. You, you just think about all the great single A players. Think about Charles Johnson, Charles Johnson, no, two A player. That. You know, out there him, running the ball. Him playing running back <laughs> was the
0: funniest thing.
1: <laughs> you know, it's just single A ball, something else.
0: <laughs> uh, it's the best. Uh, you know, small towns just but huge talent, and they yeah. play both ways. It's just crazy. And you know, what this guy may not make it to the NFL or whatever, but like just a t- like a, a, you know a Charles Johnson. You know, if you tell like a Carolina Panthers fan or somebody who would know who he yeah. is, like, well, yeah, this guy played running back <laughs> in Hawkinsville <laughs> in a single A school. Yeah. Like, what? It's always a funny conversation. Uh, so the the big preview this week, we'll jump right into it. Uh, the number one game across the state, really, Athens Academy at Prince Avenue. Athens Academy is a one point favorite, and I will pull up the Georgia High School Football Daily. Uh, recap for you real quick to get things going before we get in-depth conversation things falling in the woods out there pretty crazy uh, first of all athens academy won the last meeting 24-0 in 2019 this is the sixth consecutive time these athens area rivals have met while both were ranked athens academy has won the last four meetings and dominated the 2019 game although brock vandegrift did not play in that game Vandegrift, who is committed to Georgia, of course, has completed 109 of 157 passes for over 1,600 yards. That lines up to 279 yards per game. Logan Johnson is his kind of go-to guy, 29 receptions, 562 yards, and nine touchdowns. Landon Owens, another name to look out for, has over 1,100 all-purpose yards so far this year, 444 on the ground, 285 receiving, 436 returning. Prince Avenue is scoring almost 50 points per game, 49.3. That's the most in Class A private. Athens Academy is allowing only 8.3 points per game, which is the fewest in Class A private. Uh, unstoppable force meets an immovable object, seems yeah. like. The Spartans also have been prolific on offense as well, uh, not to discredit them. Palmer Bush is 53 of 71 passing for 934 yards and 10, 10 touchdowns. AJC, Super 11. Wide receiver Dion Colsey, who we met earlier and or what well, became well acquainted with <laughs> as 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 commerce did uh, he has two hundred and fifty three yards receiving uh, on the season despite missing the past two games, but he is expected back tomorrow night. Um, Charlie Chisholm is the leading rusher with five hundred and thirty yards for the Spartans. Uh, a couple of quick notes here before i 'll turn it over to you Sa to talk about this game a little bit. Uh, this is from the Athens Academy Facebook page, and we <laughs> want to do. Uh, make sure that we quoted that this is from the Athens Academy Facebook page. Uh, the first time a number one versus number two rivalry game has been played in Northeast Georgia since 1959. We have enough older listeners to help us fact check this, but this this seems like it can't be true. 61 years there. Like 61
1: the fir- years of and, Northeast and Georgia we talk, football.
0: we talked about this because I, I read this quote to you, and you were immediately like, that can't be right. And I, I, the first thing I thought of was Commerce Buford in the state championship. Right. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, the, Commerce Buford used to be a rivalry game. So yeah. that, I mean, if we were number one and number two in that state championship game, this is completely false. Yeah, turns out we weren't. Um, but uh, you know, we got enough people who who have been around football for long enough to know if this stat is actually right or not. Which it, I mean, it you know, it, it may seem it may be right. I'm not saying for sure that it's wrong, but. It just seems insane. And it, if that is right, obviously this game is huge. Not trying to discredit the game or anything, but that just seems like an insane stat.
1: Well, when we first started talking about it, I, I rattled off a game that was pretty close to the statistic immediately. Commerce Jefferson in 2015 was a one versus three game. Mm-hmm. So thinking about 61 years, that was only five years ago. And there have been some great teams in Northeast Georgia.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't know. You got your Hart counties. You got your you know teams like Elbert that have, I mean Elbert Hart. I mean at one time I don't know if they were ever one and two, but they were, they've got a long storied history. I mean Clark Central, what, Clark Central and Cedar. I mean I don't know if it gosh, was Cedar, but
1: you know Clark Central's been so good. over Well, the the, years.
0: they clarified rivalry game. So yeah, it's, that has to be thought. Somebody
1: had to do some research into that if if, if it's true.
0: Yeah, someone probably did the research, but it, it it just it seems crazy because even if even like back in the day, if commerce ever hosted Rome, like as a number one and number two, that was a huge rivalry game. Yeah. And if it was in commerce, that was in northeast Georgia and yeah. it was number one, number two. I don't know. I'm sure we'll get somebody to be like, Actually, yeah, that's definitely not true because in nineteen seventy five, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Just it, just the stat that I saw but that I wanted to include. You were right. This great this game is a great
1: game. Huge game,
0: up. best game in the state this week, no doubt.
1: Um, this series has been super contested over the past decade. Uh, Prince Avenue kind of raised their game. Athens Academy kind of resurged after two thousand, uh, after the early two thousand teens. So um, you know it's been a streaky steer- series. Athens Academy won the first games while Prince was kind of getting their program established. Then Prince went on a run with Jeff Heron as coach, and now when Coach Alexander came to Athens Academy, they've been dominant as late mm-hmm. as of late. So um, it'll be really interesting that game last year, twenty four to nothing. That was that's kind of an outlier. It's usually a close game. Um, it'll be cool to see you know the chess match that goes on between Vandergriff and and Alexander. Um, you talked about Vandergriff. Uh, he's kind of their star player uh, versus Colsey. Um, the guys that are overshadowed on each team. Um, what's the Logan Johnson? Mm-hmm. He actually transferred from Hebron a couple years back to Prince okay. Avenue, and he's kind of developed a um, you know a following. He's a Troy commit, and then you got Palmer Bush, who we saw up close in person, and we thought we were really impressed with. Um, so. It'll be a great game. It's a one-point spread at Prince Avenue. Um, you never know what could happen in that game. But there will be bad feelings after it, I can guarantee you. They're, these two schools do not like each other. Kind of different cultures. Um, so it'll be it'll be a clash
0: for sure. Yeah, I look forward to keeping up with that one. Uh, Crisp County hosting Peach County as a 14-point favorite. That's a big game in middle Georgia there. Those two teams have traveled deep into the playoffs uh, the past few years. so. Big game there. Jackson County at home versus Johnson-Gainesville. Panthers are a 40-point uh, favorite. Jefferson hosts Cedar Shoals with the Dragons are a 31-point favorite. Don't think that's going to be enough, <laughs> but we'll see. Monroe area at East Jackson. Uh, the Hurricanes are a 30-point favorite.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the, the Eagles have here. You know, if they can hold close again to
0: Monroe area, that's a good sign for their program. Mm-hmm. Oconee County hosting the Bulldogs of Hart County. There's our first Big game in 8 AAA. How about this, Brad? The Warriors are a 34-point favorite against Hart County. If this was in Vegas, this thing would be an unbelievable, (laughs) unbelievable amount of lost money. Because everybody would be on Hart County, I think.
1: It's an eye-popper. I mean, last week we talked about what Wesley and Athens Academy, it was only a 7-point spread.
0: Yeah, Uh, exactly.
1: This week it seems like Max Preps may have got this one wrong. Uh, But we'll see. You know, we're big we're kind of on the Hart County train right now. Maybe Oconee County will blow them
0: out of the water. Who knows? Putnam and Glen Hills, as we mentioned earlier, are playing right now. Putnam's going to improve to 7-0. to zero. But the spread was 42, right? Yeah, and it was 41 nothing at the half. 41 nothing at the half. Looks like they'll probably cover that, but we'll see. Stevens County at Franklin County. Stevens is favored by 7. There's your second big matchup in 8-Triple-A. Can Franklin County get 2-7 wins? <sighs> this they need to win, the this game. Gotta win this one. Got to win this one. Got to win East Jackson. They'll yeah. get to the 7. This is the game. Because I think they beat East. Right. I think they beat at this point, it's pretty clear that they're not going to beat Monroe Area. Probably. Yeah. So, this is
1: it for them. This rivalry game. And it is at Franklin. First um, car. They got that cannon. First car.
0: It took a long it time It did take tonight. a long time
1: for the car. You know, we're, we're deep into this pod. I wonder where that car's going. I don't know. It looks like a Porsche. It did. Strange but, things. Strange Continue. Things. Continue. But, uh, you know. <laughs> Franklin County's got that cannon. Maybe that's the wild card factor. I also watched some Franklin County film this week. I was on Twitter and kind of got deep in there. So uh, they've got a nose man, plays all over the field, Bryce Carey. I was watching him. He looks like a pretty good player. Maybe he can be a game changer for the Lions. We're pulling for Franklin County in this one, if you can't tell.
0: That cannon never ceases to scare me when I go to those <laughs> games. I know it's coming, jump but it's time. like, boom, just a, a, immediate. Union County at Banks County, Union County favored by 26 points. White County at home against West Hall. White County is a 35-point favorite. We'll have to check the status again of our, our guy, J. Ben Um uh, we got Garrett Rowland there kind of reporting on, on some of the White County goings-on. So we'll check in with him uh, to see if Jay Ben's playing. I mean, obviously we'd love to get him back and get White County rolling because it would have been a lot of fun to track them through the playoffs, see if they could win some more games. Second yeah. car, a little slower.
1: That's got to be that's got to be related. Really
0: slow. Looks like they're about to pull into my driveway. It looks like a Taurus, kinda. Huh. But anyways, yeah. So that that's your uh your, your preview for week eight. Anything you want to add before we get into Commerce Towns County preview? No, sir. Let's get right into it. The Tigers are a forty-two <coughs> point favorite at home. Uncle Son, you always do a great job on the previews, getting a lot of positive feedback. <laughs> Fill us in on Towns County and what to expect as we welcome them in on Friday night into the friendly confines of Ray Lamb Stadium. Take over.
1: All right, we got Towns County Indians coming down 65 miles to Commerce, Georgia. Windy Road. On that, It won't take 65 minutes. They won't Don't be traveling get on a school bus minutes.
0: with Coach Greg
1: going down <laughs> that thing. Do you know the story about how that the bus gave out on us one time going in to towns a bus county? Game? yeah, no. so we went to play Towns in towns one Saturday, and uh, we were going up one twenty nine we We had a bus that was still in service that we used when uh it was it was old enough that my mom could have rode on it. I think it was an eighty seven and we were using it to go to Towns county and uh, we got halfway up Blood Mountain. And started, or no, we got all the way up to the top and started coming down, and the brakes went out on that sucker. <laughs> and Coach Greg ha- may have had the finest moments in his life. He that guided, like it. He guided that bus down the mountain without any brakes, and halfway up the next mountain, and stopped it and pulled it off to the side of the road next to this campground. And Towns County came and picked us up and, and rescued us. We still made big Chuck. Oh yeah, that's big Chuck. That's a decent.
0: That's an unbelievable story. Yeah, it, I mean, Coach Greg was a hero. He yeah, saved the like kids' it.
1: lives that day.
0: I mean, we could all create off the blood. Mountain. Being a manager coming back from the from the basketball games on the, it seems like Towns County was always on like a Tuesday night when yeah. you play them. It was unreal. Convenient. So like you'd come back, man. He'd be hauling. It <laughs> but no, uh, I think that my Towns County story from basketball days was my senior year, which we were pretty good. My senior year basketball team was. Uh, we missed a turn. <laughs> the bus driver, I don't remember who was driving the bus this time, but uh, you know, you can go up all the way to like, there's a few, few different ways to get Stanley yeah, to Stanley yeah. County. There's the right way, which is like to go through Helen. Right. And then you can go to Raven County and turn left and go over the, like, the Yeah. forever. So he was in going through uh, Clayton and missed <laughs> a turn. But like, I, and I knew he did, but I didn't know how to, like, I, just, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't exactly sure, though. Yeah. But I was like, I think we're supposed to turn there, And then, <laughs> no one else was paying attention. So we, were, we just keep trucking along. And then <laughs> there goes the North Carolina, like the state sign. And I go up and tap Bridges. And I say, Coach Bridges, we definitely missed the <laughs> We definitely got to turn around. And so we turned around. We get to the game. And so, like, all the other games are, are done. It was yeah. This was, like, the girls were already done playing. There was, like, two minutes left until tip-off. We walk in, like, <laughs> fully clothed from school still. And the refs walk over with, with Towns County say, Coach, and he says, uh, Coach, how much time do you guys need to, to, you know, do everything, get warmed up and everything? And Coach just turned and looked at him and said, we need enough time to change our clothes. That's it. <laughs> Changed our clothes, came out. We we're up twelve to nothing. Towns County called timeout. No oh warm-ups. So straight off the bus, changed clothes, got on the court. So that was a uh, that was a little brief aside there to, to, for story time. But
1: t- t- talk about basketball. Also nope. have a great memory of you guys winning the region championship. Region championship at Towns County yep. in that gym. That yep. was so much
0: fun. You wore a onesie. I did. And rushed the court. I did. Uh, Some
1: commercials will remember that.
0: Yeah, no, not many. There was, there was, but there was quite a few of us yeah. there that night, so that was fun. But no, yeah, windy roads, Towns County coming down, and we're not going up them, even though this is a nice time to get up there.
1: Yeah, next year I'm hoping we might be able to go up there and camp a little. That'd bit. be fun. It would That'd be, be fun. Good.
0: good place up there.
1: But uh, Towns County is a county of about twelve thousand people. Uh, the The city of Hiawassee is the county seat. Uh, there's a population of eight hundred and eighty, so a small town. If you guys have ever been there. Towns County is firmly nestled in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Uh, big points of interest there are the Georgia Mountain Fairgrounds. Um, have some fond memories of playing Little League baseball at the Georgia Mountain Fairgrounds. we used to
0: camp right across the road on Lake Chateau. Yeah, yeah, I know where you're talking Campground. about. Campground, bringing the old pop-up. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's the beach there. Oh, yeah, nice place. Yeah, so talking about Lake Chateau, that is what? 7,000 acres. 7,000 acres. Yeah, TVA
1: Lake. TVA mm-hmm. Lake. Uh, Great 1940s. Lake. Actually, we're hoping to fish it sometime soon. Yeah. Um, then, uh, other points of interest in Towns County, Young Harris College. We played a baseball game up there against Towns County one time. They had a really nice ryegrass field. Um, for, our current Atlanta Brave, Nick Marcakis, played his college
0: ball there. RIP to the Braves. Yeah. Too soon.
1: Too tough, soon to bring that tough. back up. But yeah. Here we are. <laughs> the wounds are fresh. Here we are. But, yeah. Uh, then, then you talk about other other things in Towns County. You got Brass Town Ball, so this is a a little bit of local contention here uh, between Union versus
0: Towns baby. Union Where County is it?
1: and Towns County. So <laughs> we looked it up on Wikipedia, and the Wikipedia page says that uh, half of the mountain is in Towns County and half of the mountain is in Union County. And uh-huh. you look at the map, and it is firmly between Hiawassee and Blairsville. Yeah. So these guys uh, kind of claim half the half the highest peak. In Georgia, and if you've never been there, I mean, you gotta cross that one off your bucket list. That is a cool place to go. Brasstown Ball. you can see what like six or seven states from yeah, there, something like that. Uh, so, if you're ever up in the mountains, cool place to travel to. But uh, Towns County Indians, the football team. After we talk about Towns County, uh, they started playing football in 1969. They took a break for a few years and resumed in '75 and been playing ever since. Kind of had some struggles up there. Um, they, their winning percentage is sixteen point four. They've won seventy two games, lost three hundred sixty eight, and one tie. Uh, current head coach up there is Jason Rockmore. Uh, overall, he is eighteen and sixty seven in coaching games in the state of Georgia. That's a twenty one percent winning percentage. Uh, for a long time, he was coached down there at Johnson of Gainesville. Uh, had a successful season, I believe, in two thousand eighteen. Uh, but has not been able to do very well at Towns County. Last year, Towns County was winless, as we talked about a little bit earlier in the year. Um, but they have rebounded somewhat and are 2-3 and three on the year so far. Uh, they played a close game against R. Murchie in a game we looked at at the beginning of the season, uh, lost 10-7. to uh, Bethlehem Christian, they defeated them in the second week, 28-14 defeated Lumpkin in the third week, 43 to 14, which was a shocking result to us. And then we found out that Lumpkin County was really having a down year. Mm -hmm. Um, Mount Zion, really close loss, narrow loss for the Indians, 20 to 21. And uh, Lakeview Academy, 12 points for the Indians of Towns County, 31 for the Lions of Lakeview. And then last week, Lincoln County was canceled. So. That has been the the Towns County season so far. Uh, they'll come down here and play us tomorrow night. Um, they have had one player in school history who was all-state. Uh, some Tiger fans may remember this guy Shea Underwood. Uh, 2015, he was all-state punter and kicker. He was really good. I remember him getting some college offers. Um, the Commerce Towns series is one. It's pretty lopsided. Um, it's Kind of like banks, uh, Commerce. Commerce has never lost to Towns. It's twenty-four to zero. Um, the average win for Commerce has been forty-five to twelve. I sat down today and got the old calculator out and added up all the the, the points scored for that could Commerce. be a major
0: fact-check moment.
1: Yeah, you you could probably check my math there and and. And correct I don't me. think anyone will, but that could be. Yeah, but uh, we'll a, take your word for an it. An average margin of victory <laughs> of 33 points for the Commerce Tigers over the Townsend County Indians. First game was played in 1984. Uh, the coach of the Tigers at the time was Ray Lamb. Tigers won at home 13, or excuse me, 30 to 16. And the last game we played. Fifth car.
0: There he goes. We went I a can't long tell time. What that is. We went a long time without cars. It was now kind of unreal. We're rolling. Uh, let's
1: see Literally <laughs> 2019 uh, was the last game between the two teams A 56-16 win at home for the Tigers So that that's where we'll pick up tomorrow night uh, Get to see the 2020 versions of each of these teams mm-hmm. I think Towns will be a little bit better than last year I think Commerce uh, will be the Tigers that we've seen so far And hopefully we'll put this game away by the half
0: that definitely would be nice uh thanks for the the preview there song everybody always enjoys the uncle and preview um i'll tell you what may have to cover it next year but uh a place that we always used to stop at when i was growing up when we go to towns county the deer lodge you read the deer I, lodge i'm not but i've heard of it oh man deer lodge good stuff Steaks, right good stuff yeah next uh once we start having some road trips, maybe Social Circle will be our first one. Yeah. We're going to do some restaurant reviews, yeah. so uh, we'll we'll do one Social Circle, we'll do one uh, in Washington once yeah. we go down to Wilts County. Figure so, out some place to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody knows anything, send us a tweet, and we'll uh, we'll try to get to it. But for now, what about predictions on the Commerce game? We got any score predictions? So it's a forty-two point spread.
1: Uh, I think the Tigers win this one 42 to nothing. I think it's. Actually forty two six. I think Towns squeaks one in. Mm-hmm.
0: That's kinda this what I like. Forty two to seven. Uh it's kinda what I was thinking from the get go. So we're we're right on the same page there. Uh unfortunately not cover the spread, but uh I think we'll probably call off the dogs again and kinda yeah. get some get some PT to some of the younger guys. Well and that
1: speaks to Coach Brown. He's got a lot of class,
0: you know. Yeah, I mean it, that's not something that commerce has ever done run up the score. Yeah. So Uh, Yeah, hopefully it'll be another good night in Ray Lamb Stadium. I think the weather looks fine, just fine. So, unfortunately, I won't be there to join Son. I'll be out of town, but... um, Tell him what you're going to do. I'm going up to the mountains. (laughs) Going, you know, uh, on a... a, Well, I'm out of town. That's the best thing to say. He's going to be fishing. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. So, I'm going out of town. (laughs) (laughs) I am bringing the fishing poles, for what it's worth. Uh, But... Thanks for listening to all of our shenanigans. Give us a follow on Twitter at Potluck Football. We'll have Sorry. a Potluck Picks out shortly after this episode or with this episode. Get your picks in. Did we miss anything that I need to cover? Nothing I know of. All right, folks. We appreciate you listening. I won't see you tomorrow. Uncle Solomon will see you tomorrow. I'll be watching remotely. Go Tigers. Let's keep the season rolling.